Good morning, Rabbi Isai. Ah, we have a bunch of chashvigas. Name? You saw Moshe Weiner from Waterbury. There you go. And your name? Joel Mizrahi. Okay, fine. Tinek. And your son? Leo. What's your name, Tadek? Aaron Hurst from? Central Jersey, Lakewood. By the way, Aaron Hirsch yesterday hired a taxi. It's a big no-no. To go from Yerushalayim all the way up north to visit Avi Mandelbaum. And back. And he said it was very well worth it. So, unbelievable. The achdos, the, the, the chesed, the whole thing. It's a whole, it's one package deal. Chesed and tired. It's unbelievable. Who else do we have here? Mm-hmm. Oh, Shalom Aleichem. You look so familiar. Father? Wow. How's it going with Waterbury? Is it still going strong? Is Rosh Hashiva doing it? But does he do the daffodil? At one point, he was there. He got the voice to do it. Okay, Givaldi. Oi, oi, we got to start it over. You ready? The Boys Clubhouse planned two, 2022 trip. Please send regards to Reb Eli from Reb Moshe Frankel. Reb Moshe, Leo Hibbert says in She was Chachmi Lublin. Guys, ready? Here you go. Okay, Givaldi. Oh, somebody sent me this picture. I thought it was amazing. This is Ramey Shapiro giving a shear in Chachmilubin. It just so happens to be that they sent me. I didn't even put it. To, when I put it together, I had no clue. But if you look closely, there's only like four Gemaras on the left side total. Everybody's looking in to four Gemaras. What we have today, the, it's unbelievable. Everybody gets a free art scroll, a free this. Okay. Alan Khan, what? Right. The other ones are like looking for it's it's difficult to look from. I, I I thought about that. Okay. I've been meaning to email. Are we announcing today anything or it's tomorrow? Yeah? I thought we were waiting for like a video. Should we talk about it today? Huh? Okay, so our boy said the very first MDY remote location in Yerushalayim, starting this month's Shabbos in Shari Chesed. The exact location, I don't know. What is it called? Minchas Chinuch. Oh, we're being Mechanich, Yerushalayim, with this new, they're going to be watching the Shir live every single day, Bezer Hashem. Great coffee machine, great chevra. So if you live in Yerushalayim, I met somebody that learns the daf by himself every single day next to the Waldorf. So just a few blocks away, be, be part of the Oilam. I'll see you there, Motzi Shabbat. I'm going to be there to kick it off this Motzi Shabbat Shir in Yerushalayim. And more details following. I've been meaning to email you for a while now after hearing the Achenu singing couldn't have come at a better time and after being in the ER with my mom for hours, Baruch Hashem, she's doing better. I want to let you know that I've been learning with you for over a year since Mesechus Rosh Hashanah, which I've been able to be part. The, the title of this email is Tremendous Bracha. I like this email. It's nothing, no chidushim, but it's all in one email here. Um, so since Rosh Hashanah made numerous human, learned a tremendous amount, was able to introduce a dozen people to MDY and be a better person. That is on the Shama side, Baruch Hashem, also on the Gashmi side, I've seen tremendous bracha as well. A year ago, I was not happy with my job, and since the past year, I've changed jobs, 
twice, one better than the other. I've been zoichet to buy a house which is in great neck and it's a very difficult task. That's really needed for my family. In my mind, I did say, listen to this one, I like this one. I did say I would sign up for the MDY monthly in his mind. And after you teaching the other week, saying that this could be a binding nether, I finally signed up the other week. So if anybody had that thought for a second, you better sign up right now. Thank you again for all you and your team do, the lives you change in the achters you bring to Klai Yisrael, your Talmud, Alan Khan. P.S. I also signed up my barber last week after you shared the email of the other member who did the same. Here is somebody sent me in, spotted in a borough park on 13th Avenue, eight minute daf. But what they don't know is that I actually have that plate. I believe this is, yeah, this is Yisrael Goldstein's car. Even has the thing and everything. Okay. Shkoyach. Dear Belly. I joined the after, after the Meaningful Podcast. Many times I'm very tired. To do, this is a great one. A great answer. I'm very tired. I say to myself, I'll do Ahmed Aleph and do Ahmed Bays later. By the time I get to Ahmed Bays, there's only two minutes left anyways in this year. <laughs> so I do the whole thing. LOL. Great way to trick the Eitzahara. My Michal, why? Um... No, it's, a, it's actually a great trick. Anytime, like, if you're not in the mood to learn the daf, like you're so, so tired, you just do two minutes. Just two minutes. Sometimes those two minutes end up being five, ten, but at least two if you need to work out. So just do one push-up. Do one thing. Don't, don't let the day go by without anything. Here's Joey Newcomer, boy, side. You put on loud volume. Go! Good morning, Rabbi Isai. Ah! Mama, she come out. By the way, Rabbi Isai, what are you gonna do? Rabbi is bringing the simcha of Torah to the whole belt. Mama, she come out. I don't know. He already has simcha. This guy, Joey the Mesamech, the Kailo, the month. May we always be able to support Torah, and may the Torah protect us from any harm. The Mesechta in Zgulah Katorah and Tumchelki Yaakov Yalak. The month. And the art, the very first month of art, is sponsored by Anonymous from Lakewood, Schos of his nieces, Shiduchim. Today, Rabbi Isai, is the yard site of the Heilige Marsha. I searched, unfortunately, you didn't have anything on our daf. Uh, there is a story that's not my style, but because so many people say it, and it's like the famous story about the Marsha, I'll say it. And you can do whatever you want with the story. I know you, Racham, are going to believe the story 1,000%. I'm a little bit apicarious when it comes to these things. But the story goes that he was nifted like 400 years ago or something. That at his Levaya, there was a thing that you couldn't go past the church because the priest did some sort of spell on Klai Yisrael. And every time the uh, Levaya would have to go by the church to get to the basic cars, and he would ring the bells and do something, and people would start going into the church. They didn't know what happened. So they would go around. The Marshal said, at my Levaya, I want you to go right through, right past the church, but put my chidushim on top of my arm. So they went, and the, the, the priest started shaking the bells, and it says that the Marshal sat up, and he started reading his chidushim, and every, every page that he turned, the church went down one bit, until there was nothing left, and then he went back. You could look it up yourself. That's the story about the Marshal, but the Marshal is, is humble in, you know, to learn, to learn the Sugi with Mashah is unbelievable. And his name is, by the way, the Aleph stands for Edelsh. Edelsh, Edelsh. She was a woman that brought him up. I think she was like a stepmother or something. So he named his Sefer. He named, he gave her that kind of recognition because she uh, brought him up. Anyway.
The, another thing is, Rabbi Isai, don't forget to sign up your friends from the Dharm Volume 2. Don't stand on the wayside watching your friends not learn. It's a great time to start. Volume 2 starting soon. It's shipping right now. Nidarim Volume 2. Zokta Gemara, we're holding Daflamid Dalad Omid Beis. Four lines down. Boimene Ravchibar Oven Mirava. I had a question for Abrava. Kikari Alecha. So we have a very special introduction, a new character. Razor Shem will try to use him a little bit more often. Here goes the brand new character for this. Anybody recognize him? Official. Kikari Alecha. By the way, do you have my uh, thing? Not later. Okay, fine. Gishmak. It's not. So he says, Kikari, my loaf of bread. By the way, that's like uh, hand-designed bread. I don't know, hopefully, we'll get to use it in Shah some other time. My kikar is aser alecha. So you're saying two opposing statements here, really. It's mine on you. What's an afkimina? Unasan And he goes ahead, Fischl goes ahead and gives it to the guy that he says that my bread is aser on you. He goes and he gives it to him as a gift. Mao. Kikari amarloi. Do we look at the first word or do we look at the second word? The first word says, my loaf of bread. Now, once I give it to you, it's not my loaf of bread anymore. It should be motor. You shouldn't be also in that bread. It's only when Fischl owns the bread, it's in his hands. But once he gives it, he gives it. He said, no, I'm, opposing, I'm imposing the net upon you. You are also. He said, who owns the bread? You, me. The Isser is Alecha, the second word. By the way, we're going to see that today very, very clearly that when a person makes a nether, he can make the object Usser like Hegdish. To what point? The, what does it mean, Hegdish? Hegdish is literally like the base English. I'm saying my loaf of bread should be Hegdish to you. So I'm going to ask you a silly question. Almost seems silly. So if I make my loaf of bread hegdish to you, and then you use the loaf of bread, are you chayiv a carbon as if you used hegdish? No way, right? No way. <laughs> yes, you chayiv a carbon like you used hegdish. Unbelievable, ah! That's a chidosh that's the mission that we're going to be learning today. I knew you were going to say no. It like, doesn't make any sense. Because you answered it like a carbon in the history of a carbon. Yeah, we'll see. Zakti I just want to make sure that you weren't, you didn't look ahead, that you didn't do, you didn't do today's exam. Great. There's a long statement here. It goes, it's, it's one thing until the end of the Amr. So Rava says, I'll tell you and I'll prove to you that if I asser my loaf of bread on you and then I give it to you as a gift, the Isser remains on the bread. Why? I'll prove it to you. You can take out the word lav, you can put in the word lav, but the meaning is the same. La puke, right? So this is Nadarim, so we take out words, we put out different girses, like almost every daft is a different girse in the round than we have on the, on the actual Gemara. Okay. So he's saying very simple, let's say it outside. Why would Reuven tell Shimon, you cannot use my loaf of bread? There are two options. Either he gives him the loaf of bread and he can't use it, or he doesn't give him the loaf of bread. And what happens? Shimon comes into his house and steals the loaf of bread. Well, 
Is Reuven really trying to avoid that case where Shimon comes into his house, sneaks through the window and steals a loaf of bread? And that's why he told him, you can't use my loaf of bread? Probably not. He's probably saying, no matter what, even if I give you this loaf of bread, you can't have it. You can't use it. So let's see inside. But when he makes a nether and he says, you cannot use my loaf of bread, what was he trying to, to accomplish? Is he trying to say, I said, you could say the word, you don't say the word, the round takes it out, you want to say it, let's say it. My Was he trying to say that you can't steal it from me? Of course not. Nobody steals this other Yisurim for stealing. Forget the nether. If the guy doesn't care about stealing, he won't care about making a, a nether you made on him. There's a third case. What are the three options? Either I give it to you nicely as a gift, or you take it forcefully. What's the third option? I don't give it to you and you don't take it forcefully. I put it on the table and I invite you as a guest to my wedding, to my house for Shabbos. And it's amazing Shiloh. And they actually talk about it. When you go to a wedding, when you go to somebody's house, do you own the food? You take a piece of fish, it's on your plate. Is it yours or it's the balabasis? So look at the run, the last, last words in the run on the summit. Says the Ran, when you eat by somebody's house, the bread on the table is not the guests. And the bread on the, on the guy's plate is not the guests. It's, it remains the owner, the balabas's bread. And when you go to a wedding and they give you a portion, it's not yours until you put it in your mouth. When you put it in your mouth, it becomes yours. Could I go to a wedding and take the portion, take it home? Could I take, could I take my portion and be mekadesh a woman on the other side of the mechitza? It's a shaila and halacha, literally. Could you be mekadesh a woman? That's a big shaila. There was a shaila tell them about the bottle that the guy opened up in the chasana. Yeah. There was a car inside the bottle cap. There was no as soon as it belonged to. It was That's Mustama Rizul Yeah. It's a theoretical shaila. Was it theoretical? A guy won. Uh, saying that, Reb Nachman is saying that he, he won a, uh, a raffle on, uh, he opened Pope up the bottle, the thing. and he won the million dollar thing, punked at the chas. Okay, fine. That's a shayla. So, between the caterer, the bottle bias, and the person who opened the bottle. So, the Ramos says, the Ramos says, he talks about Kiddushin. Ramos says, you cannot be Mikadish. And look, the, the raya is that you're not allowed to give your, the, the guy's son. If you're, if you're at a guy's table eating there, you're not allowed to take, the Gemara says you're not allowed to take from your food and give to the guy's kid. It's not yours to give to him. But others argue and they say, that Gemara is because, you know, we had over there where somebody killed his own son because he's so embarrassed with the food and not food. So you don't give somebody's kid food. But it doesn't mean it's not yours to be Makadish. The bottom line is, Rav Ozzan says something very interesting. I like this Rav Ozzan a lot because I, I just had this pet peeve. Somebody told me this week, Mamish this week, he said he was at a teacher, a parent-teacher conference and he saw somebody pile up three plates of kugel because that's what they were serving and took it home. Is that okay? Rav Ozzan says gneva, srach gneva. And I see it all the time. I see kids taking out plates of, 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 of barakas, whatever it is, ragalach, the whole thing, the entire plate. That's not what the Balabas is. The Balabas allows you probably to give one cookie, two cookies, to, you know, to show something to your wife. But don't pile it up. Don't go with sugar. 
Booze, steaks, the whole, yeah, yeah. Huh? Romy, that's what he's saying. It's not his favorite story. The guy's sitting here in the shear right now. I hope. I don't know. I have no idea where he is. What? The lounge in the airport. All right, so that's from, yeah, same, same kind of Shiloh. So in the lounge, they probably know a guy's going to take one or two bottles of water. Yeah, it's, it's all. So he says it's a Srach Zela, you hear? Nachman, it's a Srach Zela. But he says that if you're at the end of the wedding where they throw, like he said, and he brings it before, in America they, they throw it out. There's like a law, you're not even giving to the tzedakah. They know you're going to throw it out. He says also flowers. People come to the table, they start taking flowers. Make taste the the balabas lets. You got to be careful with these things. Okay. But over here, the Ran says, it's not your portion to be Makadish a woman with it until it goes into your mouth. And it didn't go to, obviously, it didn't go to your mouth because you Makadish her with it. So as you semi chewed it and then you get Makadish, then it's okay. Fine. Eisvei. I have to go all the way back here for a second. Okay, so there's a nice cartoon here from uh, this uh, Bensi guy. I don't know if you can see it so well. There's a top and there's a bottom. Basically what happens is, the guy on the left shows up. He says, I see you have a nice cow. Could I borrow your cow? I need to get somewhere, whatever. I need transportation. I need some milk. So the guy says, I swear to you, I don't have other cows. This is my only cow and I re- I'm dependent on it. And as he's talking to him, poof, the door opens up and a hundred cows run out. But he makes a nether. He says, I promise you, I swear to you, I make a nether. I don't have a single, I don't have any other cows. The guy meanwhile, has, Woo, like everybody, there's a big commotion. No, no, no. Like, who are you going to believe? Me or the cows? I'm telling you, there's no other cows. And the, the only time, the, the, when it popped open and they all ran out, then, he, then the, the, the nether, you see that he, he was lying. But what did he say in his nether? He says, I swear I don't have another cow. And if I do have other cows, this cow that I'm showing you right here that you see is us on you. Everything I own is us on you. Let's see it inside. Now Rav is the one that says that if you mother Anna, so you're usher on the chayfets even what? Even if I give you a matana. I say this loaf of bread, Fischl said this loaf of bread is usher to you. And then Fischl went ahead and he gave you the loaf of bread. It's still usher to you. Huh? Milo. Who? Milo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, my loaf of bread. Kikari, yeah. Kikari Alecha. My loaf of bread. What did I say? Okay, not ze, right. Not ze. The Rishonim talk about ze. Right. Kikari. Very good. You have to know how to differentiate the words. Kikari, not, not kikar ze. Although there's somebody on the side here. The guy's going to bring ze, but most Rishonim. Right, you're right. We got to be mocking in the way we say things. Kikari, he said. I'm making a kainam. Kainam is a lashon of a carbon, strong lashon, a nether that this para that you are looking at is going to be usher to you. Everything I own is going to be usher to you. If I don't have more than this cow. And of course, the, he, it became known that he has a lot more than this one cow. Here's a let me just go back real quickly. Okay, here's a cardoim. Sort of like a shovel, a spade. If I have another, obviously he sees that one. If he has a second one, I, I make a nether, I don't have a second one. We have to put over here, all my nechassim are also on you. 
If I have another, another shovel, and we find out that he has two shovels, we find out he has two cows, what do we do? The guy that owns the cow, that owns the shovel, the madir, he's the madir, right? He's the one that makes the nether. Awesome. There's a lot of confusion yesterday. I'll go over it when I show the thing. It was confusing. The concept of I'm making myself usher. Me, I am usher on you. And how do you depict that in a picture? And people said you put the wrong thing on this. There was a lot of back and forth. I got emails about it. Givaldi. Okay. Hopefully next time we have that kind of sugi, we'll have, we'll have it a little. I had another mahalach yesterday. Literally worked on it probably three, four hours. Just had to draw it where there's less confusion. And it still didn't work. Huh? No, something else. Okay. It's not Moses Shabbos. What are you doing? Three hours you I didn't draw for three hours. We were coming up. It wasn't even me. Guys in the coil were coming and they would, everybody had a different thing. Fine. Okay. So this guy, the mudder, is usher in all the madder stuff because he made a nether. You cannot use any of my stuff if I have another cow. Mace. But if the madder. Do I have a, here, here's a mad in a mother, yeah? Noam is holding a shovel. And then, and then Avi wants a shovel from him. So Noam makes a nether. He says, I'm making a nether. That if I have a, a second shovel, you can't even use this first shovel. You can't use anything of mine. So, Mace, if the mother, not Noam, the other guy. Mace, or, oh, and this is what we're looking for, this case. If the mother does this, he gives it to him. He gave it to him. Now it's not his anymore. Notice the words. He says, if I have it, if I own it, if I this, then you can't have it. He doesn't own it anymore. It's not, it's not, including, not included in his words. So what do you see here? When a guy dies, it's very important. When a guy dies, he, it's not his anymore. He owned this shovel, and then he, he died. They put him in the grave. Whose shovel is it? Not his, because when a person dies, he doesn't own a single thing. It's interesting, I said the story, but now I have a little bit of a suffer this story. They said about a, a multimillionaire who died, he left two, two wills. The first will, he said, open up before you bury me. The second will, open up in 30 days. So the first will said, and this happened recently. Y'all say. Yeah. Okay. Y'all say. That leaving. That leaving. Fine. I go So they open up the will, and it says, "Please bury me with my socks." They went to the rav. The rav said, "No way. There's no burying. Nobody gets buried with socks." So they, they felt very bad. That was the one thing the father wanted. 30 days later, they open up the second will. It says, well, why, why aren't you burying me with the sacks? I told you to bury me with sacks. You didn't, obviously. Do you know why? Because when a person dies, they don't bring anything with them. Not even their sacks. Not even if I'm Mr. Gazillionaire. Nothing. Not even sacks. Like this Gemara right here. So this was in the, the magazine called Shah Taiva. Another magazine, a famous one called Mishpacha magazine, brought the story. And brought the grandchild of this billionaire. And it, the guy, he wrote an article. And it says, there's a famous saying in Hebrew, L'sheker ein raglaim. 
And now he wrote an article called the Sheker Engar Baim. And he wrote that this is a lie. The story is a lie. However, my grandfather would have loved the story. He would have had a lot of honor from the story. So that's the story. But Akhobar, whether you like the story or not, there's a big Musaskal. Nobody takes, not even a kardim, you don't even take a shovel to the grave. They shovel you into the grave, but you don't bring the shovel with you. You don't get to keep it. What's going on here is so we have a cash here. Rava says, Rava says that if you get a, a gift, you get a matana, it's still usher on you. And over here says Mafurish, matana, that if you get this thing with as a gift, you are permitted to use the cow, even though the mother said to the mother, You're not allowed to use my cow ever. That's if the mother owns it. He said, My cow. But once it becomes your cow, then you are permitted to use it. This is a kash on Rava. Says the Gemara, we're talking about a third person. So here, take a look at this. Very gishmak. Over here we have Yossi Klan, stress relief pill. And Noam gives Yossi Klein the shovel. And Yossi Klein, in return, gives it to Avi. So you're right. Ruvain said that Shimon can never use the, the shovel. But that's only when it comes as a direct gift from Ruvain to Shimon. Rava says, even in that case, you're not allowed to use it. But if there's a guy in between them, Yossi Klein, then Shimon could use, the, the, the mother could use the shovel. Shalom Aleichem Tzadik, where are you from? What's your name? Manchester. Ooh, Manchester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. That, him I don't recognize. Was he there? <laughs> no, no, he's in Shalom. Okay, what's your name? Remind me your name. Neuvert? Neufeld. Neufeld. Very nice. What does it mean? Like a nice field? Like a combination of Hebrew and Yiddish? Uh, it's a new field. Ah, okay. Swiss. Okay. We pronounce it as if there's a Yud, as if there's a Chirik under the Nun. It's the same, the Ram points out, it's the same four letters. Nun, Sof, Nun, Hey. Or Taf, however you want to pronounce it. The point is, Nitna means it was given to him from a third, from a separate party. Ruven didn't give it to Shimon. It was given to Shimon. What does it mean, given? If we're talking about Reuben and Shimon, how was it given to Shimon? It should say, he gave it to Shimon. The answer is, because he never gave it to Shimon, he sold it, or he gave it away to, to the plumber. And the plumber gave it to Shimon. Okay, so what's the halacha? Again, the round always goes in. The halacha is like Rava, that if somebody gives a matana, after he swears, he makes a nether, that he can't use it, it's awesome. And the Rashba adds, even if you buy it, so if Reuben... No one fix uh, or, or Shimon buys the shovel from Ruvain, it's still Aser. What's the Chiddush? Because I'll just show you real quickly. So I know that Toilam kind of forgot about the sugya. But we had, remember, we had three types of, of, uh, of products Zvina Kharifa, Alape means Alapanim, the worst stuff, like Estroigim after Sukkos. So on Estroigim after Sukkos, when it's Shava Bishava, when it's just uh, we're doing a little chazara when it's shava, 
when, it, when you're buying it at market value, then it's mutter to buy. So says the Rashba, that's the Lukhari Dibshan the Rashba, says the Rashba, even though we have this case where you're permitted to buy an object from somebody that you're mudranar from, but it doesn't work over here. It doesn't work. Says the Gemara. So here we go. When a person makes a nether and he uses the lashon, it seems like that's what he's using. He's using the lashon of a koinam. He says, this object should be a carbon upon you. When I asked the question before, everybody seemed to think it was a joke. Are you are you chayiv amila? Are you chayiv on this pasuk? If an object is owned by the base hamidash, and somebody comes along and uses it, or just puts it into his rishos, he's over avera. He has to bring a carbon, and he has to pay for the object, and he has to pay twenty percent more than the object. The whole thing. What if it's not hegdash? I just said it should be upon you like hegdash. We learned it in our mishnah. It says, in this case, here, remember this case? You don't have to remember this case. But let's say, we had a case of a guy returning an object to somebody that lost, but the guy that's returning it is the mother. He made a nether that the guy that lost the object should never be able to benefit from him. And the Mishnah says he's allowed to return it. And then the Mishnah says, but if it's a place where the guy that loses the object usually pays a little bit for his lost time, then what do you do with the money? You give it to Hegdash, to the Beis Amigdash. Question, why give it to the Beis Amigdash? Take the money and put it in Yama Melach. Throughout Shas, when you can't use money, what do you do with it? You grind it up, you put it in the, in the Dead Sea. That's a, that's a normal Lashon of the Gemara. What does it mean, give it to Hegdash? Maybe give it to Ani, maybe give it to, to Yeshiva. Why give it to Hegdash? L'chaira, we're going out of our way to say Hegdash, says the Gemara. To teach you a halacha that when a person makes a nether and he says that this object should be like a carbon, it's literally like a carbon in a way. You would have to bring a carbon. It's unbelievable. I, I get it. I, I understand the frustration here. It's very hard to understand. It's not a carbon. It's not a meila. It is. You said it's like a carbon. Go bring a carbon to be It's not even. It's literally you owe a carbon asham to the Beis Hamikdash. There's an interesting story. A person saw somebody put money into the kaisal. It reminds me now because I said this last year on my birthday when I was like 18 years old or something. I was in Eretz Yisrael learning the mirror, so I decided I'm going to learn through the night at the kaisal, and it was a very lonely night. There was no one there, not a single person besides one guy came and cleaned out the castle wall he was hired by the city he just took a broom all the letters and everything fell on the floor swept it away and all the cash went into the guy's pocket saw it with my own eyes I had fun i took up i opened up some of the letters that were already hefty in the garbage please hashem give me a bike i'm not joking please hashem the the giant should win uh, the, tomorrow in the game. I'm j- not kidding. Crazy stuff. Anyway, a lot of them were to not to Hashem, to other things. Okay, fine. But a guy saw somebody putting a large amount of cash in the kaisel. A wealthy Jew put money in the kaisel. After he left, he took the money out. $800. The story came to Eliyashev. 
What do you do? So Rabbi Yashif said there's two options here. Either the guy donated it to the bu- building of the Beis HaMikdash, and if that's the case, the money is also. Or he wanted somebody to find it and, and give it to poor people. Those are the two options here. Why else would somebody put cash in the Kaisal? Says Rabbi Yashif. And therefore, we have to be machmer. Maybe he put it in for the building of the Beis HaMikdash. So what's the Eitzah? You could be paida, such a thing. But you have to be paida with four zuz. Take four zuz and literally put it in the Dead Sea so nobody could get to it. And then you take the, once you put the four zuz in the Dead Sea, then the 800 bucks becomes yours. Fine. Well, you see this idea of Dead Sea. So why does the, our mission say not Dead Sea? It says, to teach you this halacha. That's literally like Hegdash. It says, this is like a machalis Hegdash. All of you are usher in my here. Here we go. You got you got this thing here. Koinam kikar zuhegdish. I don't know if you could play this. Play it. Why not? That's it. <laughs> here, mamish. It's it's visual audio. It's the whole thing going on here. What did he say to me? He says. Did I do it okay? I don't care if you give me criticism, just make sure it's not constructive. <laughs> so he says, You are all also on this loaf of bread. It's Hegdish. It doesn't matter who ate it. You're over on the Isra of Mi'ilah. You just ate from Hegdish. Give them a brand new bread. Pay 20% more. Although the Ran doesn't say that, the Ran says, Make, give a carbon. Give a carbon. Okay, at least a carbon. And therefore, yesh You could redeem it. And that's also a pasuk here. This is, a, this is a concept that anything that's owned by the Beis HaMikdash, I can redeem it. I like the couch that the Beis HaMikdash has. I give the, the, the Beis HaMikdash $1,000 plus another 200 or whatever, whatever Chaymish is, 25%. Let's call it 25% more. Another 250 and it's mine. But if he says, but if he said it's on me, just on me, this is on me, this is also super, super interesting. It's like semi hegdish. It's, it's only hegdish for you, not for anybody else. How does that work? I don't know. But since it's a very weak hegdish, it's only hegdish for you. This is Remeir Shita. So you see this Machlekes Tanoi. There's no Me'ila when it comes to Neder. Again, excuse me, the Ran says that Allah is like Remeir, that there is Me'ila in a Kainam. Why? Because Rav Nachman brought this as a Raya to prove to Rava that this is how the Mishnah says it. Okay? And when there's a Kainam, if somebody does it as a nether, you could redeem it. What's very interesting, Ran says a beautiful thing. Beautiful. He doesn't know. He says, what if a person, typically, when I eat a loaf of bread that's owned by the base English, what, what happens to the loaf of bread? The, the Gdusha expires from it. And it goes out to Chulun. So what if I eat a loaf of bread that somebody said that I'm also to eat B'neder? Does the nether expire? Is it like Hegdish where... The Gdusha expired. You just told me it's Hegdish. So let's go Hegdish all throughout, all the way through. He's Mesopa. Says the Gemara. He said this Lashen, my loaf is also on you, that first case that we had. And then he gave it to him as a gift. Mimal, 
So he doesn't even know this poor guy. I say to myself, this loaf of bread is also on him. And then I go and I give it to him. Was he over on, on Me'ila without knowing? Now, you could be over on Me'ila without knowing. If I don't know that this horse is owned by the base of Me'ila, and I jump on and I take a ride, I have to bring a carbon. B'shaigig. I did B'shaigig. But over here, it's different. Why is it different? So the Ran says, beautiful, because over here he didn't do anything. He received it. He, he just put his hands like this. The guy dumped the, the loaf of bread in his hands. If you go out and actively take the loaf of bread and you didn't know it's Hagdish, that's a different story. Then you have to bring a carbon. But if somebody dumps something in your hand, why should be over maybe? Yeah. He's like, you're We said it's Hagdish to one person. Hagdish on yourself. is Hagdish to one person. You're Yeah, no. It's Hagdish. We look at it as Hagdish. It's not a violation of nether. It's using Hegdish, you have to bring a carbon Hegdish. Carbon Mila. You have to bring a carbon Mila. It's Mamish Hegdish. You can do it on yourself, do it on one person. Says Gemara, we got to run. The guy making the nether for sure is not over on anything because he, he didn't ask for it on himself, he asked it on his friend. But the guy receiving it, maybe he should be over. I, this is, I can't be Zoycha in something but Taos. It's a zechiyah betos. I'm, I'm acquiring it with a mistake. I don't want that. You're right. When he receives it in his hands, there's nothing doing. But once he starts moving with it, once he takes it, then the receiver, as unfair as it sounds, he's over When a person thinks that he's using an animal of Hagdish, that it's not based on Hagdish, but it turns out it is, he's over Hagdish, unfortunately. Now the guy that, uh, okay, he has four minutes to do Amit Beis. Perfect. Says the Mishnah. Uh, we just turned to Lamed Elam Beis, Pansam Yanko Ko, and the Vishal, Lamed Yamaspi. L'schus being able to support Lamed Atoyran to finish Shaz with the rebellion. And the official Mishnah, L'schus of continued Atzlocha and Lamed Atoyran. Now you know who official from the official Mishnah is. That character right here, I don't know where he is. Somewhere. No, it's down here. Here we go. Says the Mishnah, beautiful Mishnah. So I have a madrano. I have a madrana mudr. I have a guy that says, you're not allowed to benefit from me for, forever. Yet, here's another Allah that says in the Mishnah, the Ladaita will leave for a different time. But Trumas and Maestras, even though you're not allowed to benefit from me, I'm allowed to work for you and separate the 10%, the 2%, whatever percentage I'm, I'm doing, it's a lot of work. I'm allowed to do for you, even though you're not allowed to benefit from me. Mrs. Lavnehenes can't benefit from mitzvah. Over here, the Mishnah, we can leave on the side, or we can talk about it. The Mishnah is talking about four cases, that are, a person brings a carbon as a mechusur kipurim. What does that mean? A person typically... Let's say he's Tameh, goes to the mikvah, and that night, Herif Shemesh, when the sun goes down, he becomes Tar. But there's four cases where a person doesn't become Tar at night. He has to wait until the following day and bring a carbon. After he brings the carbon, then he becomes Tar. What are those cases? A Zav and a Zava, a Yuledes, and a Mitzayra, and a Mitzuras, five cases. Just real quickly, we don't have a lot of time, but just to go over it real quickly, Bechazara, what's a Zav? Azov is a person who sees in a mission, it's not a carry, looks like a carry, but it really comes from a disease. 
So if he sees an emission once, he's like a Balkari. So what does he do? He goes to the mikvah that day and at night he becomes tar. But if he sees two emissions, it could be even in the same day, 10 minutes apart, two emissions, then he has to wait seven clean days. And if he sees that, that's a Zav Katam. And if he sees three emissions, then it becomes a Zav Gadol. It could be in the same day, three, or it could be in three consecutive days. Then he has to wait seven days, and then he brings two birds. Chatas and Those are kinim, two birds. Okay, a woman would be the same, almost the same thing. The difference is that a woman cannot see three emissions in the same day. Also, ziva, it's a different thing. It's a, it comes from a disease. Fine. So if, huh? Two days also different. Two emissions, not in the same, never, never in the same, not consecutive. Two and three, three, two days separation, three days separation. Fine. We're not going into ziva now. Just understand on, on the surface. Now, I could bring those karbanas for you. You don't have money, whatever. I'll bring it for, I'll be your shliach. Why? Even though you're not allowed to have an offer me, Mrs. Lavan is And I can teach you Torah. Because Torah is not to have an I Torah is the biggest Hanah in this world. That's a different question. Don't forget that the Shita says that when you teach somebody Torah, you become your own mitzvah. And what does Ramosha Feinstein say? That every person, just like you have to give 10% of your money to, to Tzedakah, you have to give 10% of your time every day to teach somebody Torah. So I was thinking about it this morning, Bamis, I'm not joking. A lot of people don't give 10% of the time to teach Torah. So what I could do, I could do a deal with you. I will do it for you. You make me a shliach, just bring another person to the share. I'll do it for you. Huh? Deal. Okay. To teach Chumash you cannot do. Our Melamed who is Bonov as Benoisov says the Mishnah, you can teach your sons and your daughters. Mikro, Torah. We're going to get into Mikro real quickly because we're here. The Ram says that a woman who learns Torah gets Sechar, but not as much as a man. And then he says, oh, a father should never teach his daughter Torah, it's Asr. Shulchan Aruch Paskins, you never should teach your daughter, not Torah Shabbat, not Torah Shabbat. However, the Chavetz Chaim says that in our days, Mitzvah Rabbah, he says. Those, that's his Lashon. Mitzvah Rabbah, it's a great mitzvah to teach your daughter Torah because we don't have the strong Ashkafa that they used to have in those generations. So the girls also need to learn a little Torah. Says the Gemara, Ibailu. Hanikahani, when a Kayan shechs a carbon for you, Shluchidi Danavu or Shluchidi Shmaya. What is a Kayan? Is a Kayan doing your job or he's doing it for HaKadosh Baruch Hu? The Chavetz Chaim, famous Chavetz Chaim. Why am I a Kayan? You're not a Kayan? Because my father, my great grandfather jumped when Hashem said, Mila Hashem Eli. They ran, Moshe Rabbeinu, they ran, and your great great grandfather didn't. So, Mela, don't miss an opportunity. If you have an opportunity in life, you jump. Like, what's it called? Hark! Do you hear the cannon roar. roar? Don't miss the opportunity. Nachman's favorite story. So, if you have an opportunity to bring somebody to Torah, Nidarim Volume 2, bring him, Rabbi Isai. Bring him. Don't miss the opportunity. So, what's the difference if a Kayan is your Shliach or Hashem Shliach? If I cannot benefit from this particular Kayan, if he's doing Hashem's job, I could benefit from him. He's not doing it for me. But if he's doing my job, and the Ran asks a beautiful question, how could I make a shliach for somebody that, that I, I can't do myself? You can never make a shliach on a thing that I can't, you can't do. Shliach Shalom Kamaiseh. I could do this. If I could do Kabbalah, Ilach Azrika, then I can make a kayin my shliach. But if I cannot do Shechita Kabbalah, I could do Shechita. But not Kabbalah, Ilach Azrika, 
So how could the coin be my shliach? Obviously, he's Hashem shliach. Says the Ram, beautiful, you're right. I just want to prove from the Mishnah. Shlach upon him, says the Gemara. If you say that a kayan is my particular shliach, it shouldn't be allowed. But if he's Hashem's shliach, shari, then it should be okay. My tashma, look at our Mishnah. This is not. It says in our Mishnah that you could bring birds for somebody that's a zavan, a zavan, a yeledes. Now, if I'm the shliach, how can I do it? As you see from our Mishnah, that I'm not a personal shliach, I'm Hashem shliach, I'm doing Hashem job, that's why I brought it. it. says, the Gemara is not a good raya. Why? Why does the Mishnah, from all the Karbanas in the world, you hear that? Great. Why from all the Karbanas in the world, there's an oil shlam in this, that? All of a sudden, the Mishnah only talks about birds of a Mitzay, of a Yeledes and a Zav. Why? I'll tell you why. Because they're different than all other Karbanas. As we explained, that's a Mechusar Kapara. It, the bird only comes to allow you to go into the Beis Hamikdash to eat kachim. It's not for nothing else. I already got my kapara the day before. Our mission is only talking about one case: somebody that needs to bring a carbon in order to eat kachim. Oh, so that we're going to see that might be. A Matsaira, which is also, that's why we're not going to get into that one. The Gemara is going to talk about it. Shinemar, but it's a good kasha. Shinemar, Zoe's Torah has of. This is my mission, Middle of the Sugya, huh? Let's go a little bit more until we stop. Zoe's has of. Ben Godol, Ben Cotton will stop over here. Great. That what? That it says in the Pasuk that I could bring a carbon for a Zav, even if he's a Katan, meaning he doesn't have Das. In other words, I don't have to have his Rushos. I just bring a carbon when it's a Mechusik Yiburim only, but not a regular carbon. Oh, therefore, then I'm not, I don't have enough from you. If anybody could bring it, I have to explain it again. You hear what I'm saying? Since I could bring it for you and I don't need your Das, so I didn't do you a favor. I didn't, then then I said, then then I did it for Hashem, not for you. Yeah.